Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Penalty Loop Podcast, a podcast about biathlon by Jordan Gottschalk from Penalty Loop and a regular guest, RJ Weiss from Biathlon Analytics. RJ, this has been two whole weeks of biathlon. I know. How are you doing? Are you waking up early and and and, uh, and watching it all? Are you exhausted? Um, so I really like the times in uh, in Sweden, but. 3.30 in the morning was a little too crazy for me. There was one night where I actually woke up at 3.30 and I looked at my clock and I was like, I could go watch, but I decided not to. And it was probably good. Um, but I I think I mentioned last time that uh, IBU, they always had the rebroadcasts of the races, usually the day after. And mm-hmm. now it seems like it's an hour or two after the race, it's there. So it's really I fast. was able to watch the... Uh, the women's relay today, for example, and by the time I was done with that live, um, it seemed like the the men's was almost almost already up there. So, um, yeah, yeah, I will say that uh, I, I I posted this on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it, and uh, I decided to skip the relay, the the men's relay this morning. Um, mm-hmm. It was at five thirty. Actually, I did set an alarm, and my alarm went off, and I said nope. <laughs> and I, and, and Ben was, was super sweet. And, uh, and Alex was super sweet and I slept all the way until seven o'clock this morning. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I haven't done that in, in years now and 7am a couple of years ago, 7am would have been like, ah, you know, it's kind of nice, but 7am this morning felt glorious. Like I woke up and I was like, Whoa, <laughs> what is happening? So isn't that amazing where it feels yeah. like you slept until 11? Yeah. I was like, this is amazing. Like I feel so well rested. So, uh, yeah. So thanks to my kids and, uh, and I, I caught up on the race later. So, um, nice. you know, uh, I, I, I think this is probably one of the only weeks where the races are that early. Cause I think we looked through it. Um, yeah. A couple weeks back, but, but it's not uh, going to be like Sweden either. No, I think it no. has to do with the, uh, how dark it gets there. Maybe. But, yeah. Yeah. So, all right, or so uh, yeah, uh, saw all the races, and um, well, let's just let's jump right into it. I think um, yeah, let's go. the first thing I wanted to mention, actually, off the top, was it seemed this week that uh, I think we had more athletes out sick than we had in. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, it feels like since the start of COVID. Yeah, it was. I don't know. It's, it, the first thing I thought was, "Oh, Proyts is sick." You know, again, yes, yeah, we've already talked about that, and and just feel uh, feel bad about that. And then I also, it makes you wonder about you know, Jean Monod didn't have, mm-hmm. she still had a solid weekend, but not as as good as as uh, mm-hmm. in Sweden. And then it also makes you wonder how many athletes are actually performing while not a hundred percent. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like the doctor's like, yeah, you'll be fine, but you're still not feeling great. And Elvira today looked also. In her last um, yeah leg of the relay, she didn't look overly fit. So I wonder how many athletes also just felt crappy. Well, you see, Vera has had pneumonia for like two or three weeks now. Um, obviously, like a like a, a a walking pneumonia type thing where she can still compete. But yeah, so you know she's she's been rough. We lost. Uh, I mean, Preutza was 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 sick. Kavinger wasn't even there, and Hartweg went home with COVID. And I think uh, Simonator didn't didn't compete. And and uh, I mean, this is just like the the tip of the iceberg. There were what I think mm-hmm. like ten or eleven or twelve people who competed in Sweden who didn't compete in in Hockfields. Right. So it's just it's a lot. You know, you had Vitazzi who's who's still recovering, I think. And so um, yeah, I just she I don't remember rocking it though. Yeah. She, she, she was, uh, and her shooting is just, you know, I'm, every time I think of how happy I am for her, she completely got over that and maybe got out stronger even. Let's see if that still holds uh, true. Yes. So I, I, I tweeted this out earlier, but, uh, you know, two years ago, would you have ever believed that this statement would be true? Lisa Vitazzi is the best shooter on the World Cup right now. Well, but it's funny though, because if you would have asked that before she yeah. went into this weird flunk that she was in, yeah, I wouldn't have necessarily said, "Oh, totally," but it would be like, "Well, it's possible." Like yeah. if she keeps getting better, and then she went into that crazy flunk, and then I know she's come out really well. But ninety six point three percent. It's five races, you know, but still early. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I also think the crowd. A lot of the crowd had. Yeah. Uh, 
COVID because on, fri <laughs> on Friday I thought, oh, we'll probably be louder yeah. um, on the weekend. And it just, you know, it seemed like there was a handful of French yeah. yelling when the French uh, got a hit and, you know, maybe a couple of dozen Germans that rooted for the Germans. But mm -hmm. it, even then it sounded like there was no general cheering for athletes. And it could be that the mics are just set up behind a, you know, in a different position. So maybe you just don't hear it as well, but maybe it's mm -hmm. still pretty loud, but it, it sounded kind of tame. So and we'll talk especially about with the gorgeous weather that they had. Yeah, no kidding. We'll talk about her more later, but Anna Gondler had a good weekend and I expected them oh, to yeah. be going like absolutely bananas, but you know, most wasn't, wasn't quite there. I think it must be something about the way that the, the stadium is set up or because maybe. every year I, I like all yeah. the, every time we watch a race, I'm like, Oh man, I wish I was there, but this is really like the one venue where I'm like, yeah, you know, if I don't make it there, it'll be fine. Um, and I, and I don't, and know it made me, was no, I was going to say it make it makes me a little worried that that's what it's going to sound like in Camorra too, where there's going to be a uh, hundred highly enthusiastic biathlon fans and the rest of the world is, uh, no, not the rest of the world, the rest of people in Camorra, like what the hell are they doing? Yeah. But Camorra is, is going to be so pretty though. It's just going to look gorgeous because yeah. that's, that's, that's and I mean, there's, about... there's a lot of fans, but uh, I'm always yeah. surprised where, yeah, I'm a data nerd and I get into it way more than an athlete would. But at, at the same time, when I run into an athlete in Camor on the on the range and I'm like, oh, did you watch the race this morning? No, I don't really watch that stuff. And I find it surprising. Yeah. Like if I was a professional soccer player, I think I would also watch soccer matches or if I was a biathlete for Canada or Holland. Mm -hmm. I, I think I would still watch the World Cup, but I don't know, yeah. maybe maybe that's if you're so busy with the sport, maybe that's just uh, not something you really want to do, but yeah, I could see it. Sorry, I totally cut you off there, but uh, no, 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 no. I, I think I'd probably feel the same way. I'd probably watch too, but again, that's why we're, that's why we're doing this because we do watch so much. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, 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 no. Maybe, maybe we're not the right people to, uh, to 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 test that. Um. All right. So, uh, who caught your eye this week? Well, um, genuine happiness for winning a medal, um, and in in very different ways. I mean, they're both veterans, but Taribo has won a lot, and to just still he see him get so excited about winning. Uh, mm -hmm. winning a race where, you know, when you see JT Bow or QFM in his, in his glory year, um, you know, they were happy, of yeah. course, but it's more like, okay, job done, up to the mm -hmm. next one. Where, you know, I think for JT Bow, or sorry, for uh, uh, Tari Bow, it's probably the realization that he could have had his last win and mm -hmm. he's by no means, you know, slowing down or anything but uh, yeah it, it just felt to me like he was just super excited for winning and then Heike grows um, yeah you know she could have thought my god this is probably the closest I'll ever be to winning and I didn't do it but she was just over the moon yes. in excitement right and then, that was incredible uh, yeah it, I, I just love seeing that where even other athletes you can see that they're happy for her even I don't know if they have relationships or connections or whatever it is, but uh, just generally happy that somebody who's been around for quite a while mm -hmm. actually gets on the podium. And I think it was her second podium. I think second she had podium. a third place at finish. some point. But uh, yeah. yeah, so that yeah, was that was, um, I guess, uh, kind of my highlights. Totally agree. I mean, yeah. So I I was going to lead off with with Hacky Gross too. I mean, she just she was so like seeing that joy was so cool. Mm -hmm. And especially because in the sprint, like she came so close, right. Finishing in fourth. And it was, it was yeah. not that far off the podium. She was, um, 0 0.3 seconds off the podium in yeah. the sprint. And, and you could see in, in like somebody who does that sort of be like, Ugh, right. And like all the effort yeah. that went into it and just sort of a letdown. And instead, she went out and just raced a hell of a race. 
Um, yeah. and, and yeah. And just seeing that overwhelming joy as she, as she came across the finish line and celebrated, it was, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's why we watch it's because we want to see those sorts of things. And Oh, totally. Yeah. I think that the Swiss team in general has gained a lot of fans in the last couple of seasons. I think, you know, mm-hmm. seeing them, they've, they've constantly been sort of in, in the mix and in the fight. And, um, so it was really, I think there, there were a lot of people who were really excited to see her, uh, right. get that second place in. I hope oh, that he can pull it through to uh Heide, right? That is just what I was going to say is that I hope that she can, she can one up at this coming week because that would be pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, in general about her, I mean like her season is just, she's getting off to a really solid start. Um, mm. You know, she's been around for a few years, but this is by far the best racing she's ever done. I think, I mean, she's uh what's seventh yeah, was... overall right now. She has uh, the, the fourth place and the second place. Um, Right now she's she's running eighth fastest. She's shooting ninety percent, which is like way better than she's ever shot in her life, which is really <laughs> yeah. why she's why she's, you know, made this jump. But um hopefully she can keep it up. What is her, her career best before this was eighty one point one percent and right now she's shooting ninety percent. So um mm-hmm. maybe she doesn't keep up ninety percent, but if she can stay in the the mid to high eighties, it's she's well yeah, on her way to a career season. Yeah, that'd be cool to see. I yeah, and it, like it's said, funny that there's always a handful of athletes that kind of like we had yeah. uh, two seasons ago, Yaslova. Yes, yep. You know, who jumped out with shooting, and and uh, yeah, there's always a couple that just stand out that way. Right, just had yeah. a really good summer, and and everything clicked or carried over. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, it's that's actually funny because I had this whole group of of women that were kind of lumped together. Um, so so Yaslova and uh, Suvi Minkinen did it last year, and just. Uh, you know, that they, they made that sort of part of the put together that, that sort of miracle year. And I don't know. I mean, hockey gross is maybe this is going to be it. She's just going to, yeah. just going to just ride this hot shooting all the way through. Yeah. Um, um go ahead. No, I was going to say the other thing is, you know, you mentioned Tari, but how cool is it that we're going to get to see him, uh, start in yellow when we get to, uh, Switzerland. Well, yeah. And it's, like we talked earlier in the season about who are they going to drop and man, they didn't make it easier. Cause like even like obviously had some really good results. So and, here's the thing. And I'm still not convinced that he nailed his spot on the team. Um, right now, Norway has seven men in the top 10. So they are going to send to the IBU cup or home. One of the top 10 men on the world cup. Yeah. What a, what a problem. Yeah. Yeah. The top 10 has seven Norwegians, Samuelsson, Navroth, and uh, Strello. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. It's just, yeah. So, I... QFM you know, I, looked a little bit uh, like the old QFM. You did. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, and and a, a number of athletes, obviously... Uh, JT Bow is uh, sort of a week late, but back to where we kind of expected him to be. Yeah, the, you know, the season just doesn't start until mid-December, yeah. right? Uh, it doesn't not November, not early December. Yeah, that I being mean, said, though, uh, I didn't check the points, but do you think Hardwick can still catch up to Giacomo? No, not a chance. Unless Giacomo is going to miss some races. If he misses, yeah. Because I think, yeah, I don't, just Hardwick doesn't if he has points, it's not very many. And right. Giacomel's 153. I mean, it's kind of a, it's not impossible. You're totally right. I, I say mm-hmm. that, but it's a long season. If Giacomel gets sick or gets hurt and misses a week or two, then it's a different ball game. Right. Um, you mentioned JT Bo. I mean, he, he, his pursuit race was, uh, was, was fairly dominant. Yeah. I just, you know? Well, it's especially that that idea that we, you know, that, that the feeling that was there last year. Does what does JT Bo need to miss mm-hmm. so the others still have a chance? Yeah, right. And, and he's and, just and when he's shooting like this, it's like man. And when what did it for like the the confidence? Like so, those last two shootings, like he was he was ten for his last ten, I guess fifteen for his last fifteen, but ten for the last ten, and and both of his standing shootings were twenty three point nine seconds. So. 
he wasn't wasting any time up there. It was just, he, he clearly was, and of course he should be, but clearly confident that he was, he was back, you know, oh, yeah. um, cruised, cruised the, the end of the fifth loop and still had the fastest time. I mean, it, it looked like JT Bo from last season. Well, yeah. And I'm just looking at the, uh, isolated times for the pursuit. Like you said, he was not definitely not putting his, his hardest in. Uh, and he still was 44 seconds faster than Jacqueline. <laughs> Which is great to see Jacqueline. Yeah. Uh, fastest isolate or second fastest isolated time. But um, yeah, that says something, right? I want to, I want to pat myself on the back here. So I did this little, uh, uh, I, this little preview for Hulk Fielson and I, I pointed out that Jacqueline always has, he, he's performed other than JT Bo, he's been the best performer in Hulk Fielson mm. for the last five years. And so I said, Hey, you know, maybe he'll, he'll bounce back. And he, what he was sixth in the, in the, in the pursuit. And he was 13 in sprint. 13th, yep. In the sprint. Yeah. Second best pursuit time. So yeah, I'm just going to pat myself on the back for that one. That was, um, but no, I, I, I just want to touch on, on JT, but just a, a one last second and, and we'll probably talk about him way too much the rest of the season, because it looks like he's getting himself back into his, his normal form. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, I, I, the sprint race did not go as well. Obviously he was still quite fast, but the seven, the seven for 10, the three misses, he's not yeah. quite as infallible as he was last year. So. Will be interesting to see after we get a full trimester of racing. Do we think was the pursuit was that the uh, was that the 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 weird one? Right? Was it was it weird that yeah. he finally put it all together, or was uh, was this just the first step towards his you know eventual domination again? Well, and and how much of it is is linked to the wax? That's an excellent question. Did they, did they just? miss Mr. Wax in Sweden or is it just that the differences there are just smaller because it was so cold and then yeah, now we're weather. in like close to zero temperatures and I don't know. Telling, everyone needs to go back and listen but... to Christian Wolf talk about waxing and grinding and yeah, no kidding. Let's know because uh, he, he's, he's nailed it so far. He said yeah. the colder the weather, the less the advantage for the Norwegians, the warmer the weather, the more the advantage and definitely looks like it. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, this this week, um, I haven't yet checked the weather for Switzerland next week, but uh, you know, it's just just something to keep an eye on. Yeah, I agree. Though uh, um, I wanted to quickly shout out to uh, Runnels, Adam Runnels of mm-hmm. Canada, yes. on the uh, pursuit. He had the seventeenth uh, time of the day, so that's uh, that's good news for him. Forty fourth on the sprint. Um, to then, yeah, and to then do such great performance. So it's happy to see that, especially with the the sickness they have had going on on the women's side. And mm-hmm. um, he also some some he, good news. What was say that again? What was his his isolated pursuit rank? Seventeenth. Yeah, because he, he made quite speed. a quite a jump up the of the of the the finishing right because forty fourth mm-hmm. to yeah. So um, he he was definitely definitely racing really well. It, Canada has had a little bit of a slow start. It would not surprise me if illness had been circulating in the team before, right? It just just sort of mm-hmm. looks like some they're they're running a little bit slower even than than we might normally expect. So hopefully we're just yeah, and it's unfortunate not to see them in the the relays. Um, yeah, I think there was a bit of a strategic decision to, um, you know, have Runnels and uh, Christine Gao going to the World Cup and the other team members be at the world cup in uh, in sweden but then go back to the ibu cup yeah but that you know automatically you give up a lot of uh, men's and women's mm-hmm. relays that way yep yeah and then you know the one they wanted to do in sweden didn't go through because uh one of the athletes got sick so mm-hmm. yep that's yeah, a fine line you're racing yeah you're right so although i guess you could have been like the the german women and call in Marianne Beeson's Arter off of her off of her sofa, right, and bring her in just to. Where did <laughs> she come room. from? Um, she was a uh, because uh, she's not young. No, no, she's been on the IB Cup though, hasn't she? 
I, I, maybe she I wasn't even running IBU Cup this year. Um, maybe she was like in the like one of the Alpine Cup, and uh, but yeah, she she got the call and made it just in time. No Did kidding. you hear the story? So it sounds like she uh, her car didn't work, so she actually had to have her parents drove her. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So she mm. literally got a very like was it yeah. on Friday or something or on Saturday they they uh, oh called and said hey we might need you and um, yeah, so. What are you doing on Sunday? (laughs) (laughs) Look, and she made the most of it too. We're we're laughing a little bit, but she raced really well. She didn't lose, but I think a couple of seconds off the lead and kind of held the, held the fort for the Germans. I mean, obviously that would have been the, the weakest link. And um, I don't have the times in front of me, but I, I remember seeing, seeing a name that I didn't recognize and still hanging in with the, with all the other ones. So, so she was uh, fifth on the leg. Oh, well, yeah. no shame in that at all. No, no, not, 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 not in the least. Yeah. So she really, really held it together there for him. And mm. it's impressive. Totally. Um, yeah. Speaking of the Germans, didn't quite have the success that they had in, uh, in Ostersund. No, um, but I you mean, know, hard to tell. Were they sick or... Um, yeah. Or was it just a magical week in Sweden? Who knows? But yeah. I also like, um, we've talked about this before, but what goes on in a team, like if you know that a couple of teammates are sick, mm-hmm. I'm sure that stresses some athletes out a little bit, trying to not get sick. And then, Oh, did I spend time with that person? And, um, obviously I can't imagine the, the, the group atmosphere being great. Like, they're probably not in, in big party mode if, if people are sick and that kind of thing. So it's, uh, I guess we'll never know, but I'm, I'm curious what the impact of, of that is on, on, at least on some people, but, uh, yeah. And did, yeah. was anybody else, I'm just thinking out loud, was anybody else starting to get sick? So like, you know, just like, well, they, I, don't, their I mean, you never know, right. But, um, yeah. Like I said, Elvira today looked, um, like she was working really, really hard, like very mm-hmm. unlike her. Uh, but well, I don't know; could have been wax or whatever too. But uh, yeah, I did. Talking but about just, Elvira, yeah, we talked about uh, third and fourth leg on a relay. The two. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They you called. They back. switched them. Was that Hannah? Hannah to three and Elvira yeah. to four and. I think Hannah still had some issues today. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, can't say it made a whole lot of difference. Um, no, I suppose. No, no, who who I would like to talk about later, but uh, mm-hmm. really pulled away from Hannah there on leg three, and uh, Elvira. So actually, this is this gets to to one of the big things for me was that this weekend, sort of on the women's side, was sort of I guess not sort of, but very much defined by Tangervold and Elvira kind of going head to head with. Uh, Tangivold winning the sprints and Elvira coming back and winning the pursuit. And then they were, they were matched up against each other on, on that last leg and Hannah stumbled a little bit. So I should not physically stumbled, but just fell back and, uh, mm-hmm. Noten had give, gave Tangivold a lead, but Tangivold didn't give up any of it to Elvira. Elvira just couldn't make up anything. So, right. um, you're right. Elvira did look like she was working harder on the, on the, on the skis than we we're used to seeing her, but, um, it was it was kind of fun seeing them go head to head all weekend long. I know, yeah, yeah. And then um, Tendervolt seemed really uh, unhappy about was it was it today in the relay or the the pursuit where she got beat sort of in the last section. The, the by Heike Gross. Pursuit. Yeah, it was pursuit. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, and, and 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 you know, like I think. I I could go on about this for about an hour just just on my own so so I apologize but she her her winning the sprint was awesome it was only her second mm. career win and and it was just it was really fun to see and I, I I have become a fan of hers over the last couple of seasons in particular just you know watching her sort of grow into this this role and and there's a lot of I think a lot of pressure being the lead woman on the Norwegian team, especially coming on the heels of Ekhoff and Roysland winning overall globes. And 
right. um, just a lot of pressure to, to, are you going to be good enough to do that? And, yeah. um, so, in, and so she's sort of growing into it. I, I shouldn't say so. She's wearing the yellow bib, so she has grown into it. Um, and I'll be and, the first to admit to, uh, that I didn't think she could do that. Yeah, she has certainly taken a, a, a another step forward. I'm not going to call it a leap mm-hmm. because she was already really good, but another step forward. And and there's a, a mental uh, like a change in sort of attitude. Like not 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 that everything. She was just happy to be there, but she won, and then she was upset that she didn't get second or didn't win the pursuit, which is cool. Yeah. Like she wasn't just like, "Hey, I already won the sprint. That's fine." And um. You know, it's 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 amazing how things have changed. That now she she has that attitude of no, I should win. You know, I should win, and then she yeah, went back yeah. out. Of course, anything the, that's not a relay. win is is a yeah. loss, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And she goes out in the relay and and does exactly that. And she has this this closer mentality, I think. And, and I mentioned it last season, um, and I think it was Rupolding where she sort of she she looked like a closer on the relay, and she did it again today. Mm. It's fun to watch. You know, we're really watching her come into her own. And and if it's not this season, I maybe she'll never win a globe because a lot has to go right to win a globe. But mm-hmm. she has the ability to do it. And I, and I like you, I don't know if I would have said that last year. Yeah, and it, she just looks different on the on the range. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I. She just looks more solid and more confident. Yeah, and you know that might change during the season, but I. Yeah, the last races, also last year, she just already seemed just more, I don't know, mature, confident, mm-hmm. love what it is, but um, she seemed to have made a lot of progress towards consistency on the range. So. Well, you're not getting it. It shows up in the numbers too, right? Last mm-hmm. two seasons, 87 and 86.3%. This year, 91.3%. Um, yeah. You shoot 91.3% and you're consistently one of the top five women on the course. You're you're going to win some races and you're going to be in contention. Yeah. It's fun. I, I, like I said, uh, I, I, I'm a fan of a lot of these women, but, um, it's just, it's just been a lot of fun to watch. I feel like we're watching her grow up and it's just, and, and we don't necessarily get the opportunity to do that with, with women on other teams, because I don't think they're mm. in the spotlight as much. Um, like if she had been on the Slovenian team or, or I don't know, whomever does, the Czech team, we might not have seen this much of her, but because she's right. been standing next to Ekhoff and standing next to Royce Leonard, she's been on those relays. Like we have watched her now for what, four or five years kind of move yeah. towards us. It's just been fun. Well, it's really cute to see the, um, the, uh, sorry, the Norwegian team when they won that you, you could tell the difference between people who have been on the podium yes. and then was yeah. it Sk- Skokan? Yes. Skogan? Yeah. Yeah. Just over the moon, right? And and uh, unsure what to do when when they were taking pictures and and yeah. I I must say uh, Skogan, I I've seen the name before, but was she on the IBU Cup last year? I I I, I only like the first time I really became aware of her was last weekend. Um, mm. I can't I can't say I've watched her race before. Or really done a lot of research into her. Let's see. Um, so last season. Oh, looks like she didn't race at all on the national team because she has obviously this year Ostersund and Hochfilsen, and then twenty one, twenty two. I don't even know what this is. S B S I B U A P. I don't even know what that is. And then she also raced on the IBU Cup, uh, one event, and then before that a year of no results in yeah. on a biathlon uh, data. And then 1819 youth European championships, it seems. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. And, and, and also I think of that list that I mentioned, sixth and ninth were the highest ones, but she also had a 33, 38. So. Talk about someone that's coming into their own. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, let's bring her in for a change and see how she does. And boom. Yeah, yeah, just fine. You know. Yeah. Because she was, um, she was top ten in uh, 
Sprint Trump? and yeah, right. And then and then wasn't she, she was also 19, just nineteen in the sprint? Was, yeah, but in, in in Sweden she had a, a tenth place. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, man, yeah. The yeah, depth we talked about Why not? Before. Yeah. Well, and I'm I don't know. I really enjoy watching. Uh, um, Arne Clave, Arne Clave. Yeah. Considering, yeah. you know, I remember standing right by her in, uh, in Cranmore last year on the IBU cup there. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. She was right there. Yeah. She's actually on the, on the podcast just briefly. <laughs> and now, uh, you know, just winning the relay and she looks, I don't know. She just looks solid and confident. And I'm sure she's going to have a, a number of boo-boos, but yeah, I don't know. How old is she? She's also super young, right? She's 24. Uh, I don't think she's super young, but... Uh, 24. Yeah, 24, yeah. So, not super young, but yeah. Oh, man. I, considered. The, the, the number of women that you spoke with last year at the IBU, well, I guess in the women, but men too, but on the IBU cup who have kind of jumped right up and already this season. Right. Cause especially uh, on the women's side. Yeah. Cause yeah. I mean, the men's side, there were, you know, um, a number of names that have been on the world cup and, um, some, some people that have kind of been going back and forth. Yeah. But I mean, Surum was, uh, was on the IBU cup last year in Camor. Yeah. Oh, and million club, I mean, this weekend, right? what he was not doing too great, I think. Is that right? Not Sorry. as well as as his. Uh, not as well as he did in in Sweden. Um, yeah. But yeah, he was. Uh, no, but again, then you go 17th to and 15th. Norwegian uh, expectations. Yeah, you know, I w- I was thinking of great to see Ligret back. Yeah. But for him, deep down, he probably still was a little disappointed. Yeah. yeah. You know? Oh, 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wrote it down. So uh, still, like, he, he was ninth fastest in the sprint, but then he fell back to 22nd fastest in the pursuit, which is sort of where he was in Sweden. Right. So we'll see. And, you know, it was definitely a step forward So and, and back towards where he wants to be, but it certainly wasn't where we've come to expect them to be. So where, so who do you think is going to lose their spot? Uh, so it's hard, right? I mean, Sudam um, has a podium. So kind of, he's got that going for him. So wow. does, I think everybody does, but <laughs> yeah, I was going to say who doesn't. Yeah. Own the... No, I know. I was looking through it. And I th- does. Yeah. I think Lockhart is the only one who doesn't. Well, no, he had the second place in the sprint. Yeah, he does. Second and fourth. Stromshine? Does he have a podium? There's just too many of them. I don't know. No, he does not. Sixth, sixth, fifth, fourteenth, eighth. Yeah, I guess on the relay, but uh, that's yeah. almost not fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I if you, think if that you it, can it, have it's one of those two. It's the number eight of yeah. the the World Cup standings as your weakest links on the the relay. Uh, yeah, you're doing okay. Wow, right? Yeah. Um, I did want to say uh, Eric Perot looked really good today. Eric Perot looked really good today. He looked good all weekend, didn't he? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was. He had, uh, uh, it was. I think his he had tenth in the sprint, seventh in the pursuit. Um, obviously not his best weekend he's ever had in his career because he's, he's had a podium, but, um, I think that you, did you, did you ask me this last week? We were saying who's going to be the best on the team at, at different times. Do you think that Eric Perot, how long until he is the best on the French team? And, um, it's going to be sooner than I thought. He's really, he's, he's looking better this year. I mean, he looks so good in the, in the, in the relay today, right? Yeah. Right now. Yeah, and I I mean I could totally see QFM get ahead of him. Yeah. Um with Jacqueline, you just never know. Yeah. And then I don't know if Fabian Claude looked solid, but um well, these are their these are their current rankings, their overall rankings. It's really early, but I just think this is funny. 
Perot in 16th, Jacqueline in 17th, QFM in 18th, mm. Fabian Claude in 19th. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they're all kind yeah. of, they're all, they're all yeah. lumped there together. And they've all, I guess, shown different, right? Because Fabian Claude was definitely the best in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Uh, QFM has been okay. He looked a little bit, a little bit spunkier, I think, this weekend. Perot was good. Jacqueline had the really good pursuit. So we'll see, I guess. But, but it's also I, I did realize that when when uh, QFM was shooting in the relay, like he was under no pressure. Um, they weren't they weren't going for the first place. No. If I remember correctly, he was kind of by himself. So that's also a moment where you can be thinking of okay, let's just you know try to shoot fast and see what happens because mm-hmm. didn't really have a lot to lose in a way. Like oh, they yeah. were quite no, a, totally. quite far ahead of Germany, and I don't know. But I mean, I'm sure it's great confidence builder, and that's uh, a lot what shooting is about in this sport. So it right, it could just be yeah. All of a sudden, he feels good, and he goes into Switzerland. He wins a race, and suddenly he's off. Right. Mm-hmm. Also, I think for him, yeah. especially, I think confidence is going to be a, this going to be one of those things. Right, get some of that that sort of that that cockiness back. Yeah. Um, talking about the French, the women were interesting. <laughs> Obviously, uh, Jamono got her feet back on the ground a bit, but you know, fifteenth, mm-hmm. thirteenth, and third on a relay. It's still uh, well, third on a relay, but she looked. She was sort of the reason they, they ended up in third. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. That was, you know, that's still not a bad. The relay was was bad for their standards, but uh, you know, fifteenth, thirteenth place is nothing to be ashamed of. But no, after I, the weekend, yeah, Uster soon might yes, be exactly. disappointing. But I yeah. guess what I was also going for is that um, Giguna looked pretty solid, and uh-huh. then uh, Breza Boucher is totally back. Yeah, yeah, I didn't check her ski time, but I think she was up there. And then yep. Julia Simon was pretty solid too. Her shooting is still a little bit like the Julia Simon from before last season, but mm-hmm. yeah, I yeah. just I don't know. I find it so amazing how you know I don't we see with Baiba that you know having a child slows you down for about a month, but uh, <laughs> you know. It, you look at Brisa Boucher. What's everyone complaining about? You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like Brisa Boucher, she announced yeah. it. She lost the season, and of course, yeah. she, she. I'm sure she trained because I think there were pictures of her trying to shoot, but her belly got too big and <laughs> yeah. that kind of thing. But I don't know. It's like there's so much in shooting. There's just so much also practice and practice and practice. And, mm-hmm. and I'm sure when you're practicing, you don't practice as much, but. Maybe the break is, is also good to to just realize that you know sometimes you just need to it it's there in the, in, in your core mm-hmm. the shooting is there yep. and you know to come out like this where you know most people maybe expected it just because it's her mm-hmm. but to do so well right away I, I find it very impressive I I agree as well um, I it, maybe I. Uh, I maybe I underestimate. I think I just watching watching my wife go through, and I've said this a dozen times. So I would just watch her go through like being pregnant and childbirth, and then the recovery from that. Watching these women come back and and not only compete but compete so amazingly well, it's just yeah. it blows my mind. Yeah. She is like you said, she's back to being herself, and by being herself, she is flying around the course. Second, mm-hmm. really, only to Lompich. Uh, and speed and she's shooting decently well. Like I just, I, you, it, it is, it, I'm, I'm, I'm endlessly impressed. Um, mm-hmm. in, anybody, anybody who has, who has had a kid and come back and competed like this, like I, I look, I will be a fan of yours for life because, um, I think it's just the, the coolest thing. So I, I'm really, I'm, I'm excited about it. Speaking of, uh, of, I think, uh, congratulations are in order for Milena Todorova. I believe that she had her, baby recently and uh denise herman wick also announced that she is pregnant so right yeah um, yeah. yeah so anyway just slight tangent but but thinking of 
So maybe uh, Herman might come back next year. Is that what you're thinking? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be what? 35, <laughs> 36. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Not a problem. But um, do you think, um, do you think that, so we've talked so much about the French women um, and uh, you know, they're, they're a level of, of talent. Um, and I guess what I'm trying, I'm trying to get it. Have they taken a step backwards? It's hard. That's not the, really the question I'm trying to ask. I'm just struggling to, to phrase it correctly, but you know, Jean Monod is here and, uh, you know, and, and, uh, Brose Boucher is looking better, but Simone definitely does not look like the champion from last year. Um, Chloe Chevalier is sort of nowhere to be seen so far. So mm. Sophie Chavot is not quite looking like she did or like we hope she might this year. Um, so Guigana has really taken a nice, a nice step forward, but, um, in your, in your eyes are the French women, I guess, where you expected them to be this year? I think the obvious answer is no, but should we expect well, them I don't to know. come back? Cause, um, I don't know. I had a really good feeling about, uh, Jean Monod and I still do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Brésa Boucher, we didn't really have a, a good sense of where she would be, but she seems to be right back. And then, um, although Simon is not right back at her winning season last year level, she's still pretty good, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And I think it's, it's always been a bit like, you know, the French had two really strong with a third strong and then a fourth, you know, good mm-hmm. on some days, mm-hmm. not so good on others. And, um, I mean, if they can have three in the top 10, you know, you're yeah, pretty good as a nation, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, a, it's an impossible to answer question. If you, if you look at, like, compare that to the Norwegians and the Swedes who, you know, could probably pick out of six or seven people and still mm-hmm. compete for the highest uh, spot. Um, that there's definitely a level in depth, and even the Germans. I mean, they proved that today. And I'm not saying that. Uh, what was it? White Bison? Yeah, uh, Bison Sarder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not to say that if she would do the rest of the relays this season, that she's going to be like this every every week. But um, clearly, there's there's some depth there if you also consider that. Uh, the athlete that was the best last week for the Germans wasn't even there. Not there at all. Yeah. So. No, I agree. Um, yes. That's, uh, I, I think that, uh, I, I was optimistic cause I, I guess I was expecting to see more of a, a step forward from Chavot and Chloe Chevalier. And, uh, I guess I didn't, I maybe foolishly expected Simone to look better than she has so far. Hmm. It's early though. I, you know, it's, yeah. it's been two weeks. It's a long season, right? So yep. it's it's barely into December. You know, who knows what we'll be saying in the World Championships in, Feb- in, in February. We might be just saying, wow, the French women have just swept up all the medals. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Same thing with the um, Swedish woman, right? Yeah, talking about the Swedish woman, I, for me, the first reminder that Hoffelsen was coming up was uh, an Instagram video of uh, Chablot. Cha- no, <laughs> yeah, Chabot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yodeling quite impressively. Um, my, my my kid's reaction was like, what the hell is he doing? Um, <laughs> but, you know, having been in Austria a fair amount of time, I, I do appreciate a yodel here and there uh, as represented in our, uh, in our tune. But um, I was quite impressed. And I don't know where he's from because I think he's an Italian or Frenchman. He's Swiss. Oh, Swiss. Okay. Yeah. But, you know, depending either, either from either of those countries in Germany and Austria, if they're from mountainous areas, it's mm-hmm. not a huge surprise that some of them can yodel quite well. Yeah. But it, uh, uh, that was just fun to, fun to so see in here. I'm, I'm going to play it right now so you guys can listen to it. Okay.
So that was quite something. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we we tried to yodel last year, and nobody ever needs <laughs> yeah. to go back and listen to those uh, that Christmas episode. No, but, they shouldn't. No, but uh, we tried to yodel, yodel last year, and um, he obviously puts us to shame because he, he actually knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that last screen that totally reminds me of uh, some some restaurants that we went to when I was a kid, and we would uh, vacation in Austria, and there was always it seemed like there was always some sort of band or some yeah. yodeler or some uh i don't know a guy in lederhosen singing and and making some music and that would, it always ended with a scream like that or scream <laughs> yell whatever you want yeah, to call yeah. it but uh i don't know it just just seeing him it brought back really good memory so it was uh it was fun so he is he's their shooting coach correct yeah yeah so uh speaking of shooting this is a this is a professional transition right here Speaking of shooting uh, with Elvira and her her little return to form, right? She's gone 39th, 11th, 10th, 2nd, 1st. So obviously that's not mm-hmm. just a return to form that she's had an all-around great weekend. Um, so these are her shooting percentages for all five races. 70, 70, 80, 90, 95. Uh, I think that's sort of the story of her season, right? Uh, yeah, no kidding. And then considering that she doesn't look, um, she looks a little out of it still. Because yeah. I noticed, I, I forgot which race, but it, I think in a couple of races, she was even faster than Lampage. She was, yep. Mm-hmm. So that that's still, oh, I, I should really look into that. Um, the careers of Lampage and Stina Nielsen, mm-hmm. where obviously mm-hmm. they were some of the fastest skiers on yeah. the, uh, the cross-country skiing. And then with Stina Nielsen, it really... And I don't know if it was by choice or not, but it seemed like she gave up a lot of her speed for getting better at shooting. Yeah. Uh, with some mixed results. And it seems like, um, you know, <laughs> Lampage is just like still skiing almost as fast as she did. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that is a reason for her shooting still being quite awful in some cases. <laughs> or if it's she's an adventure sometimes. Still trying to get hang of it. But yeah. Man, if you ski that way, then you're always in it until, you know, I know. once you start missing three or four. Well, when she was you know, even in sprints, like she's, she skis like four laps and she's still sometimes the fastest skier. Yeah. So that's exactly what I was going to say is that she had uh, three penalty loops and she finished eighth in the right. in the sprint, right? It's just crazy how much time she can make up like on the course. like JT Bow. You know, in the yeah. end where, you know, if, if, if she doesn't miss or has one miss, then she's going to be really hard to beat. Um, yeah. So it was her with three. The next person with three was Hannah, who, uh, Oberg, obviously, and who was in 20th place. Lompage right. beat her by 30 seconds, basically. 32 huh. seconds. Yeah. That's nuts, right? And, and Hannah Oberg, she's not, she's not slow. No, not at all. So... That's just crazy. Um, uh, last thing, I was going to go back to Elvira just briefly. So she's hitting 81.3% total this year. Last year, she was 88.6. So she's got some room to grow. Mm. But um, yeah. I think but that, that was with some pretty bad shooting at the start of the season, right? So That's exactly what I was going to say. You said, is that, is yeah. that I think we're going to see that that come right back up. And I think that, mm-hmm. you know, we've been, we've been saying, you know, is this year that she's going to challenge for the overall is this year. And it looked like last year she was well on her way. She got sick. Um, you know, and it's funny cause we're so used to seeing her like start off the season like a wild woman. And she mm-hmm. sort of was a little bit quiet last year. And I wonder if she's going to just sort of sneak up on people over the next few weeks. So maybe um, yeah. yeah, it's hard. It's hard for Elvira to sneak up on anybody. Cause she's what one of the three or four most <laughs> yeah. famous women out there in right. biathlon but yeah so anyway I, I that's a long way of me saying you know I, I was happy to see her look like herself again this weekend right right um i wanted to do a, a shout out to uh Jakob fuck who obviously uh, yeah had uh he had a fall on the relay and in the fall probably adjusted something on his rifle and his shooting he basically had eight shots uh, eight misses in a row. 
and I was looking at his number. So Slovenia still got in ninth, which, you know, if you consider having somebody on your team who has to do eight penalty loops, um, is crazy. And then I looked at Jago Fuck, his course time was uh, only 16 seconds behind Dale. And that's, sorry, that's in the for all the athletes in the second loop. Mm-hmm. And for lap time, he was 42 seconds behind Jacqueline. Wow. And if I understand correctly, the lap time is the, uh, you know, from when they, basically between the two uh, exchanges. Wow. And I find that almost hard to believe if you do eight. Oh, no, sorry. It, would, it wouldn't be eight. It would be five penalty loops. But still, that's, you know, to think about an athlete who understands he has a big impact on the result of his team and, and gives him gives it all, you know, to make he up really for it. He really did. Yeah. Because the second shooting, he had two reloads, but he went clean. So I don't know if he got a spare rifle or if they... Were able to well, there must have been a spare rifle, or maybe his zeroing was just completely off, and they corrected him uh, during the race and uh, told him how many clicks to adjust, and that worked for him. I don't know, but it's uh, regardless. That is a amazing recovery. Yeah, and he was so his uh, lap time was thirty first, right behind Ligret, five seconds behind Ligret. Wow. Well, Are you serious? No way. Yeah. And Legrite had one miss, one loop. Did he? No, he had no. one reload. One miss. Yeah, one reload. Yeah. That is, I find that really hard to believe, but it's what it says. That is crazy. Let me see the. Well, and yeah, obviously his shooting time was not good. Range time, there must be. So his range time was 26th. Seven seconds more. And it's with three and two, five reloads. That, uh, that's... Well, he spent two minutes and seven seconds on the penalty loop. Wow. It's a, a lot of time. Yeah, anyway. Um, you know, I think there was there could have been a number of athletes who said, you know, too bad, so sad. I'm calling it a day, although that's not very common in biathlon. But uh, I don't know. That was... Uh, he really, yeah. No, I think you're, you're, you nailed it, right? He... He could he just he could have, really, right? yeah. yeah, he, he said, you know what? Really well, let's put it there. Yeah, we're, we're, he, you said earlier, like he, he knew that he was a big, he was a big part of his real, his team's success, right? And he said, I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm not going to let my teammates down. I'm going to, I'm going to do everything I can to get back into it. That's yeah. yeah, it's, uh, how many, how many times in his life do you think that he's ever had that kind of thing happen where he's missed that many shots ever? Since he was um, like a like a sixteen year old, uh, at a race, you mean? Yeah. Oh, even that, like, yeah, you know, right? with, with all due respect, but if if even Lampich can hit, you know, <laughs> two out of five, no, it, and it, I don't mean it in a mean way, and I don't know if Lampich ever shot a biathlon rifle before yeah. the switch, but yeah. um, obviously, you can tell that learning how to shoot is complicated, um, and then to miss all five and then also the three reloads unless he had a, a rifle issue before of course but uh... um, anything else on your end oh I got a handful of things yep so okay. um, yeah so I, I mentioned Caroline uh, Gnoten, uh earlier mm-hmm. in the oh, yeah. in the podcast yeah. but um, she is just having a great a great season right now she's right now mm-hmm. fourth in the overall this weekend uh, well these are her results for the entire season uh, in the in the solo races, right? She was fourth, second, eighth, sixth, seventh, um, and then she just had a killer leg in the relay today. I mean, she she was the one who gave Norway the lead. She kind of crushed it, and, um, and and she looked like 
the best woman on her leg and she was going up against, I mean, just, it was, it was not like she was up against nobody. I mean, obviously Hannah uh, was out there, Justine Brasse-Boucher, uh, Beatrice Tribucci, Tribucci. I mean, I'm going to guess I'm right. Um, and Marketa Devita was out there, but uh, Tribucci, she is the, the Italian. Uh, she did really who, well. Uh, yeah. We're considering the, name the moment she was I in. Think I've, yeah. You know, maybe seen once or twice, but yeah. And Passler did pretty well too. Yeah. In, in knowing they were down Vera, right? And yeah, they, they really yeah. they really didn't have a lot of room for error. Uh, you know, Komala got them off well, Vitazzi got them in the lead. So they, they really got everything they could out of this team. That was it mm-hmm. was sort of a, a an uplifting story. It'll be forgotten because they didn't podium or anything, but um it shouldn't uh, be. It shouldn't be. I don't be. know if things like that get forgotten, at least not in their team, right? It's Oh no no I didn't I didn't mean in their team I just okay like, yeah, you're, yeah. you're run of the mill like run of the mill fan I think yeah. um, you know we won't forget because that's not the kind of thing we're gonna forget but um, back to to Noten for just a second she um, she is racing at a different speed than she ever has before because right now she is ranked ninth overall in skiing her prior best before this was 47th and that was last year so that's just like a- she looks she looks um i don't want to use use the term skinny but um she looks it, fit. it looked like she she lost she looks fit. a bit of weight um yeah. or turned it into muscle or i don't know but because she always on the relays with with uh Roisland and ekhoff mm-hmm. she was often the fourth uh, athlete on that with with uh, uh, Tannerwald on there as well, and mm-hmm. I think her shooting was never the problem, but it was always her ski speed that that yeah, and know, that's why she was there is because she could hit and yeah. just hopefully not hurt the team. Yeah, right. Because if you had Tannerwald and and Ekhoff and Roisland, right, whatever, you got enough speed. Um, yeah, but she's still hitting ninety percent even with this new speed, which is amazing. She has four of her best nine finishes ever this year already. So, um. Yeah, she's. Who knows how long she'll be able to keep it up? Maybe she'll be there all season. It's. It is a fun story to watch so far this year. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Speaking of good shooters, I also wanted to to ask how you were feeling about uh, Vanessa Vogt after this weekend. She finished fourteenth uh, and twelfth. Not not terrible by any means. Um, yeah, wonder- I I I feel like I'm. Because I feel like her shooting is off, but I think I haven't really looked at the stand or the the stats for the season. I think she's probably still up there. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she misses, you know, and and uh, like she missed one in the or two in the in the relay today, and mm-hmm. um, it still doesn't seem to be at that point where she was in her first season, where you know yeah, you were almost shocked if she missed one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but her skiing has been pretty solid so right yeah you know it's that balance right but we talked about that before but uh yeah i i still feel really good about her so i i still mm-hmm. I, this doesn't doesn't do anything to diminish it for me i just yeah oh, no. the, the 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 results weren't there but i think the performance was still pretty good so um well and i think too the um the fact that she was you know the the final leg on the team mm-hmm. is good exposure to her and you know probably because Preutz wasn't uh racing but i don't know it's still i still feel like it's a, it's an athlete that the team can sort of rally around uh, um, for, for many seasons to come but i agree no I, I i think that she is uh she's a linchpin for that team for for a long time and and she still looks faster to me this year than she did pretty much any time last year so um i'm looking at uh lap 10 so that was her first ski lap in the uh, Relay, and she mm-hmm. was nine seconds behind Lampage. Um, but that's you know, I don't think that's bad. By I'd means. be happy with nine seconds behind Lampage. I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, per hundred meters. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not picking on you, but uh, no, 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 I feel like with... <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, the the her last lap, but maybe she didn't put in as much, but uh, she was 21 seconds behind Lampage. 
Yeah, it's always hard to tell the last lap, right? Incredible. Yeah. Yeah, and lap, I'm doing uh, some shoes. analysis on um, um, athletes, I guess, build up of the race. Mm-hmm. What, what laps are they fast? Are they fast starters? Ooh, fast? And there's really interested in, in that. within the, the zones within the, the lap. So mm-hmm. hopefully oh, I, I got a couple of, of days coming up. So, yeah. Speaking of Lompage, I, I didn't, I don't have this offhand, uh, but if you look at her, her racing in the sprint race on the last lap, um, I think just over the last kilometer, she made up just, it was like 13 seconds. It was something, it was something outrageous. Um, wow. yeah. Cause she moved up from like well outside the top 10 to like eighth place. And, and it was like, where did she come from? What happened? So <laughs> yeah, it's just pretty wild. Um, just a few names before we, uh, we get out of here. Um, you mentioned Anna Gantler, right? That's exactly where I was going. Okay. Okay. Performing in front of the home crowd. She missed out on a top 10 in the sprint race by just a couple of seconds. And I was watching the, uh, the, the splits, you know, all during that last lap. Cause I think she exited the range. I think she was like an eight, like she was definitely, she was right there. And then, um, didn't quite, uh, didn't quite hold on to it. So, hmm. uh, I was really hoping that she was going to be able to get that top 10. Yeah. She missed up by three seconds. I was really hoping she was going to get that top 10 in the pursuit. And she did it 10th right. place. She definitely looked excited about it. So, yeah. um, you know, I was really happy to, to, to see her get that second career top 10, um, you know, and, and uh, I just having talked with her, she just has so much energy and, you know, just, just excited to see her, see her get it done. Um, but also uh, Lotte Lee had a, had a pretty good weekend. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. At 12th place in the sprint, which is one of her, one of her best sprints ever, which was pretty cool. Well, on her shooting back, right? Cause that, yeah. that seemed to be the big struggle so far. And uh, I yeah. think she went clean. Yeah. So yeah. that was really, really good to see. Um, mm-hmm. It looked like she might get the top 10 for a little bit there, but just missed out. Um, Jessica Yaslova, who you mentioned earlier in the in the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, 10th in the sprint. She just nipped right. out uh, Gondler and then 16th in the pursuit. But she looks like she might be coming back into to form a little bit. And then mm-hmm. Teresa Vobornikova, who I was really high on well, going last their, season. Their country, right? This year, yeah. the World mm-hmm. Championship. So. Yep. And she got uh, 11th in the pursuit, which was her second best nice. uh, non-world championship race. Right, so I think um, kind of building towards something there for the uh, for the Czech team. It was nice to see. Mm-hmm. Um, also wanted to say Dale looked really good this year or this week again, and and he has to win one of these races. I just, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. I just it would it would make me very happy. Yeah. Um, and then last last thing I had was. On the IBU Cup, Pascal uh, Pascal Paradis uh, for Canada got sixth place in the nice. uh, in the pursuit. Um, so that was pretty cool. I've been yes. talking her up now for a little over a year, and uh, I'm going to be proven right because she is awesome, and <laughs> she just keeps getting better and better. So everybody, just keep looking out for her. It looks like she's actually going to race a little bit more on the uh, IBU Cup this year. She only raced one weekend mm-hmm. last year, and then did some uh and she was in at school so so far this year she's gone 15th 17th 21st 17th and 6th so that's pretty good yep and just 21 years old she's coming yeah yep that's it i've covered all everything. right then we're off to uh switzerland i think that's a <sighs> thursday friday before we even get to it i i i don't care what form he's in i just want to see nicholas hardback out there yes yeah yeah totally um, I just, we talked about it with him, um, sort of the experience he had racing in front of the home crowd and, uh, really hope that he's able to get out there and, and, you know, like I said, don't care what, what shape he's in. I know he wants to go out there and compete amazingly, but just to see mm-hmm. him out there and that'd be really great. Yeah. Fingers crossed. And for points to be back and all the other athletes all the other who ones. Uh, had to miss out, so. All right, guys. I know. I know. Uh, you don't want to hear this, but mask up just just for this week. We want everyone to be healthy. So uh, you know, yep. stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, and get out there. Uh, we miss we miss seeing all of, all of these athletes out there. For sure. All right. Take care. Good luck and getting through these uh, four days without biathlon, and then not uh, even four days. Right, we're back on Wednesday. 
Is it Wednesday? It's I Wednesday, thought it yeah. was Thursday. Is it? Sorry. I could be wrong. Six. Yeah, I think the 14th is a Thursday, right? Well, now we got a jackpot. We can't give people the wrong information. Huh. Yeah, Thursday 14th. Thursday, you're right. Yep. I wish it was Wednesday. Rewatch a race on Wednesday for me. We are going to leave you... Uh, there might be some IBU Cup. With some... <laughs> that's true, there might be. Leave you with some yodeling, and uh, then you'll hear our outro music, but we can't We can't only play it one time. Yeah, totally right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take care. Okay. Take care, man.